Welcome Opa. to Buffy Speak, ladies and gentlemen, listeners and friends. My name's Caroline. I'm Beth. And we are here to talk to you today about episode eight. eight. So this episode was called iRobot. You Jane. You Jane. Which which was a cute, I, cute. It's a cute. It's a cute name. Um, um, I still can't get over Buggy the Vampire Slayer. Nothing will ever beat. Nothing will ever beat that. So, guys, this episode is all about the evils of technology. And Caroline and I met through the evils of technology. Almost exclusively through the evils Almost, of it, yes. too. <laughs> None Not of even with any of the goods. None of the good parts of the internet, just just the bad yeah. parts. I mean, I personally also hate technology. Is it an innate part of my life, and do I spend an insane amount of time on it every day? Yes. It's do true. I also hate it? Yes. Um, because it makes me... I really think that... Uh, so a lot of times, unless I'm, like, really close with somebody and I'm used to it, I'll have a hard time being, like, one-on-one with them, and I'll feel really uncomfortable and stuff like that, and I feel like a lot of that is because I've grown up, like, you know, making my best friends on the internet mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, but I am still, you know, a millennial. Yeah, I... And I still, I have an iPhone, I have the latest iPhone. I have a Mac. The huge. I, um, I grew up, like, because my parents got us a computer, I think when I was, like, six. Ooh, um, big day. Or maybe five or four uh, in that range when I was very, very young. And, like, the earliest online community I remember being a part of was Neopets. Oh, my God. I had a Neopet. Mm. Oh, yeah. Josie's here again. Oh, yeah, guys. Again, uh, she come. Ba- she came back to life, everyone. Yeah, she did. Like, it's uh, a miracle. If you didn't listen to the last episode, um, Josie was in the first recording, but then since GarageBand killed our recording, we assumed that it also killed her, but she showed up. She showed up to to watch the episode. She's here among us. So thank you, Zombie Josie, Mm -hmm. for being with us today. So let's... Let's get down to brass tacks. Can I say something? Or should I say wooden stakes? (sighs) You are like you the can pun say master something. of this of this podcast. Ain't that some shit? All right, tell you said. Can, can I, I say something? Can I say something? What do you want to say? I completely forgot how this episode went. I I like this is not like one of the episodes I remember when I think mm-hmm. about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the beginning, the first, the like cold open. I thought it was some kind of supernatural telenovela. I thought it was a soap opera. Oh my god. Okay, listen, I I know that I just watched the episode, but remind me of how it cold opened. So, okay, it's the D. Oh, no, 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 I remember, I remember. Josie just hit me and then went... Oh, that, sorry, that was really visual. But she uh, threw her hands up in the air in exasperation. It's um, the demon and the guy, like the monk yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and it's Carlo, who, for any Game Grumps fans out there, Ninja Sex Party fans, looks exactly like Dan Avedon. Mm-hmm. He sure uh, did. did. you notice that? Yeah, he sure did. He has, he has those deep brown eyes. Um, um, yeah, yeah, very Italian like, looking. <laughs> that literally, I thought, like, genuinely, maybe it's because I've been watching too much Sensei, but I thought it was like a a soap opera 
like a supernatural soap opera because he's like, I just want your love. And he's like, I all I want is your love. love. I'll give you power. And then he snaps his neck, snaps even though the guy agreed like, to oh, give him his love. They're not faking? Oh, okay. That's not as funny. <laughs> my note, when, uh, my no, note, my notes were, the first two notes were, I thought it was a supernatural telenovela, literally thought it was a joke. <laughs> Uh, My first two notes are, Carlo looks like Dan Abaddon, and my second note is, that green guy has a face that only a mother could love. (laughs) And then Josie, in her endless amount of witty banter, said, maybe not even his mother. Yes, it's true. That guy was ugly. Um, Oh, man, this episode is... I I had forgotten this episode for the most part. Dude, this episode had so many amazing lines. I wrote down some of them, but I still didn't even get all of them. My favorite when I was first like, oh my god, I'm in for a treat, was when our friend Fritz said, if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. And then he was still, there was a different part where he's just slowly, he's going... I'm jacked in. I'm jacked in. I'm jacked. And the thing is, okay, so naturally, may, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I really doubt it. But whenever somebody says, I'm jacked in, my first thought is that the sentence is going to finish with, I'm jacking off. And so whenever Fritz, he's sitting at a computer, you can see the computer reflected on his face, and you see a close-up of his face, and he's going, I'm jacked in, I'm jacked in. And then you get a slow pan down his body. And most of me was kind of expecting for him to just be like, you know, going at it. Beating his meat. And I was... and. Because, you know, he had the computer and stuff like that, and I was just like, this is a fairly masturbatory setting. So anyway, that's Fritz, who was not a cool guy, by the way. Not a huge fan of Fritz. We also... (laughs) Get it together! I'm sorry, I'm just like... I'm... Oh, gosh! Alright, another really amazing line was whenever the computer the computer says kill her. It says like kill her on the screen and Fritz goes party. Like he's in Wayne's world. And so that was another really amazing line. Oh my um, gosh. And then Buffy had a couple of really good ones that I forgot to write down. And then oh. Willow had an amazing one when she's trying so Buffy Buffy's a slayer. We know at this point that she has like superhuman strength and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We've seen her rip door handles off, kick doors in and stuff like that, which is something that a woman her size normally would not be able to do so we know she has superhuman strength and she can't defeat malik because he's like you know a robot or whatever and she's beating she's punching him and she's like whoa the guy's made a metal oh that was one i really liked whoa (laughs) guys made a metal that's what she said after the first time she tried to punch him and then uh so she tries to beat him up and she clearly can't and willow's watching her fail to beat him up and then willow is like you know who's ready for this me. me a mortal so she grabs a fire extinguisher and she starts hitting him with it and it's not doing anything malik is not phased at all malik 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 malcolm so malcolm's not phased at all and she's like she just keeps hitting him and she's got like this fervent speech where she's like you were my boyfriend and i broke up with you and he's just standing there like letting it happen and she still thinks that she's like doing damage to him but anyway, she ends it with, it's time to break up. Maybe we can still be friends. And I know that she doesn't have any intention of being friends with him. That's sneaky. 
sneaky willow. She's lying. Also, one incredible thing that I want to talk about is a relationship between Giles, who we have just discovered that his first name is Rupert. Yeah. I don't know if it's been said before, but that this is the first time that I've noticed it. So Rupert Giles um, has a sort of sexy relationship with mm. one of the other teachers, who is a very saucy woman who I like a lot. Her Jenny. name is Miss Calendar, Jenny Calendar. Yeah. This is that sounds. She comes back. She's the best. Good, good. Okay, but her parting line for the episode. So this this entire interaction was weird. So they she oh my like. Gosh. Are you talking about the freaking nipple thing? Or like oh my god, is that what it is? Okay, hold on. For those of you like maybe you're listening to this and you haven't seen the episode or whatever. So. Miss Calendar helps Rupert Giles defeat the bad guy or whatever, and she spends some time in the library. And um, and then the next day, she's in her computer lab where she teaches, and Giles comes in. Josie, quit pulling on the blanket while I'm sitting on it. Sorry. Um, so, uh, so Giles comes in, and he's got this dangly spiral earring. thing. It's an earring. It looks like an earring. Apparently yeah. it's not. And so... He walks in and he says, I found this and naturally I thought of you. And so at first I thought it was like, like when I walked in with it, I was like, oh, she left that in there and he's bringing it back to her. But then he says, I found this and I thought of you. It makes me think that he like saw it in a jewelry shop and he brought. So that's already like a weird line. And Mm -hmm. then she uh, he's he's like, well, at least I don't dangle corkscrews from my ear. And she goes. That's not where I dangle it. I don't know if the writers knew what they meant when they wrote that. I don't think they knew what they meant. Josie and I lost it. We were like, (laughs) where does she dangle it from? (laughs) The only other... The only other... This is an innuendo-laden episode. I guess. I mean, I I thought I was like, maybe a belly button? But a belly... Like, I wouldn't be like, I have a belly button ring. Like, that's not something... Like, maybe a nipple ring. Maybe I'd be like, I have a yeah, nipple that, ring. that was very large for a nipple ring. It was a large... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> would definitely, like, show not. through a shirt. Okay. So, um... I... Okay. So now that I'm done laughing hysterically... Okay. Um... I have gathered myself. So, <laughs> in the in our um, in what is becoming a weekly segment, the Xander hate segment. Um, no, I didn't. Jo- uh, Beth, I just called you Josie, um, but I didn't hate Xander this episode. I didn't either. But I was laughing was, out loud at his jokes. There was one part that I was like, ugh. What do you do? Um, Remind me. It's when, in the library, it's right in the beginning of the episode, it's after, if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. Yes. Um, which I want to, like, get tattooed on my face. Um, Please don't. <laughs> uh, Please don't. <laughs> but um, Willow is scanning the books, and um, uh-huh. she's like, and so the computer science class, which I guess Buffy, Willow, and Xander all have together... Um, convenient since whatever, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, and Willow is getting the books and the class ends and Xander's like, well, I'm going to go. And Willow's like, oh, do you want to hang around? And he's like, no, I'm busy. Buffy, wait up. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. okay, Xander. Such a horrible But that boy. was the, that was the, that was the extent of it. I agree. I thought he was pretty funny. 
at um, one point I laughed at something he said and I went, Oh no, Josie. And she went, What? And I went, I laughed at Xander. And she was he like, He is no. funny. He gets some of the best jokes. Yeah. Um, uh, so, okay, okay. Um, Willow has a picture of her and Giles in her locker, and I don't know if that's sad Gosh. or sweet. She does. I didn't notice it. It's very out of focus, but for some reason I was paying attention to that. And I was like, that's Willow and Giles. And they're not like, you know, their arms aren't around each other. They're like standing a foot apart. I was like, what is is this? Yeah, I mean, we didn't have lockers at my high school. But if I saw somebody else with like them and a teacher of the the opposite gender. Yeah, I would be like, hmm. Something's amiss. Something's amiss in this situation. But also, like, okay, so I have, so from what I could see, that's the only picture. A, Willow has a family that, I don't know, maybe she cares We haven't about. seen yet. They go into, uh, Buffy and Xander go into Willow's house, and it just, there's nobody else in there. Yeah. It's like evening time, like her parents should be home from work. Yeah, Whatever, right. but... Yeah. Nope, nothing. So she has a family, no pictures of her parents. She's been friends with Xander and Buffy for a couple months now. Like, well, she's I mean, been friends with Xander for yeah, a really long time. Yeah, she's been friends with Xander for years. But she's been, like, she's been really good friends with Buffy for... Yeah, and they're, they're like, best friends. Like, they openly... Now. Yeah. And... No pictures. No pictures of Buffy or Xander in her locker, just her and Giles. <laughs> That's all she cares about, the, really. The dream team of this show, really. It should be called... Amen. Willow and Giles, the vampire slayer helpers. <laughs> the helpers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel I feel kind of bad for Willow. I always, I constant, well, yeah, like, in these first few seasons, um, because, like, uh, she comes, she kind of comes into her own, like, as she gets, like, older and more confident and stuff like that. Yeah, that's the main thing, it's just, like, I can tell how, like, insecure she is, and I'm like, girl, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And she, like, and she's got her hot best friend that everybody Mm. likes, and the boy that she likes likes her hot best friend. And then she finally meets a guy that's nice to her and makes her feel loved, and she's like, oh my god, maybe I am pretty. And then he, it's, it's it's the monster. I was a little, um, I was a little, uh, not annoyed, but, like, I, I, when, um, so Buffy's trying to talk Willow out of this whole internet mm-hmm. boyfriend thing. Yeah. And um they're talking about looks and you know and she's and, and and Buffy's like what if he has a hairy back? What if he's whatever. Yeah. And um She's try- she's keeping it light. Yeah. And Willow goes, "Well, maybe I'm not his thing either." And I wanted Buffy to go, "Girl, you're beautiful. You're perfect. You're every guy's yeah. thing. And she's like, I just want you to be careful. And I was like, Buffy. Yeah. You missed your, like, you missed your friend opportunity there. Yeah. There was a moment to build shine your, there. Build your sisters up. Yeah. Um, we'll cut, we'll cut Buffy some slack there though. She's, she's concerned about. Uh, yeah. And she, I mean, she's not being a bad friend. She's being a very good friend and she's being very kind about it. Yeah, that's why I think she was being like, well, what if he's ugly? Because she's trying to, like, make a joke make out of the situation. Make it about him. Or, well, not make it about him, but make it, like, being, like, you're not making a mistake. It's just what, like, like, like yeah. he could be, he could take advantage of you. Yeah, which, in my opinion, he totally did. Like, Not oh a God. huge fan of Malik Mm-mm. or Malcolm. No. On Malik. poor Willow. Malik. <laughs> poor sweet Willow. 
poor sweet Willow. I uh, hope she finds some happiness uh, in her future, but I imagine, knowing the reputation of the show, I imagine it's a lot more despair and suffering. Yes, yes, that's... Oh, I liked, speaking of despair and suffering, Ooh. I really liked the end of the episode when it's them, it's the <laughs> yeah. the three, the Scoobies, minus Giles, um, sitting on the sitting on the fountain, and they're like, we're doomed. Yeah, <laughs> and Xander's like the last, or Buffy says like the guy I liked, he's he's a vampire, and then Xander's like, remember that time I tried to fuck a mantis, and then <laughs> and then Willow's like, I feel better, and then they're like, oh yeah, that's life on the Hellmouth, and then I thought, I don't know, I thought it was funny, because it it is, I mean like that's just the same type of situation that they're gonna. Yeah. keep running into what else you got it's on your notes sad like what that sad? really is their life that they're gonna just keep trying to fuck mantis people that literally that is the rest of the show it's yep. just like, it's just one more I, it's just one mantis person know, after another with the reputation that this show has and with the reputation that joss whedon has you would think uh-huh. that they wouldn't just bring back sex with praying mantises but it just you know it just keeps coming just back. every week once a week they were like this this sells <laughs> bug they're, sex sells the pr team is sitting around a big table and they're like we heard recently that sex sells but we need to incorporate it into our sci-fi show and joss whedon who's like he's texting and drinking coffee and he's like not even paying attention he's like just make her a mantis and then he just goes back to what and then he's they doing. all just like that's it. They all applaud him, and then he leaves. Mm-hmm. And that's his contribution. Jenny, um, in the computer lab, when she Jenny just Jenny Calendar. Walked, yeah, Miss Calendar. Sorry, you don't know her name's Jenny now, but her name's Jenny. I didn't even know Giles' name was Rupert. Oh, uh, Rupee. Um, Roop. Roop and Jen. <laughs> Roop's in Jen. Uh, what about her? She comes into the computer lab. Um, like, it's, it's, the, it's the next scene after her, like... Very impromptu, like integration into the show. Where yeah, she just she's just there. You're right in the library. The bat, she starts yeah. fighting with Giles. Yep, which is cute. Um, but uh, she walks. So she comes into the library. She or walks the, into the sorry, lab. The lab. And literally, I was like, I want everything about her looks. She yeah. Oh my god, such, I love her. Oh my gosh, I wish her this wasn't. I wish this wasn't like an auditory. Like an auditory only experience because she had the cutest haircut, the cutest sunglasses, the best outfit. I was like, you are living your best life. Listen, listen oh. to me, listeners. If you have a chance, Google Google up some Jenny Calendar and Jenny take Calendar, some fashion tips. And also Jane. buy a corkscrew and hang it from your nipples. <laughs> or any other place. We're actually not really sure where she hangs Maybe it. Your so you toe? can Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she has a balancing act. Maybe she is. A, maybe she's a circus freak. <laughs> what I'm Googling Jenny Calendar right now. Oh, what a haircut. Don't, please don't. Oh. <laughs> I was just yeah. in the images. Okay, well, don't. Oh, no. I won't do that ever again. Did you see something? No, no, no. I didn't. But okay. I just realized why you were like, don't do that. <laughs> well, just, she's important. Don't, okay, good. don't Google her, please. Okay, I won't. I won't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, do tell it. me tell Just me more about it. what you what Nate you Christian. thought of this episode. Um okay, so I okay, I'm going to break down the scene where um uh so Fritz, that's his name, right? Fritz. Yeah. Who cares? Oh boy. Um, 
I'm jacked in. <laughs> Fritz jacking off. Um, he, um, when the, um, okay. So Malik, or freaking whatever. Don't um, worry, we, Malik, we know what Malcolm we're saying. in the middle. Buffy's permanent record. I have. Okay, Sorry, gonna, you're gonna have to say that again. Malcolm in the Middle has um, <laughs> Buffy's permanent record. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So Buffy's permanent record. Let's break it down. In the first shot of that, it says yes. her birthday is in October nineteen. It's October twenty fourth. Josie, Josie noticed that. Is a two point eight. I noticed that. I did not know. I'm hoping that it's like out of three because you know different high schools weight it differently. I think ours was out of five, but the class above us was out of six. Ours and stuff. is out of four. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make. If any of our listeners have a two point eight GPA out of grades four, aren't everything. Like they aren't. And, but and education is not for everyone. Yes. But I was like. Buffy, what do better? It, okay, I mean, I had not considered that it was not out of four because that's how mine was in yeah. high school and college. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, but anyway, her birthday is in October of 1980. Literally, yes. it cuts to the next scene. She has a different birthday. Wow. It's who's the script manager on this set? Right. <laughs> it goes. It goes. Um. <coughs> It goes up. <laughs> yeah, I just called. It goes October of nineteen eighty to I think December of seventy nine. Oh my god, she got a whole year older. And then her actual birthday, the one that is kept for the rest of the show, is January nineteenth, nineteen eighty. They're just changing they, they it around. It you know, they're spicing times. it up. They don't want to get bored with it, Twice you know. Twice in the same episode. They're Twice keeping you on your toes. in the same second. Yeah. One, she's 1980. One, it's 79. Joss Whedon. Come on. We're, like, putting a lot of opus on Joss Whedon, but, like, I, I, did, I expect better of you, buddy. I do, like, I do. Also, I want to join the elderly Dutch chat room. Um, same? Like, what kind... I. Where is Xander finding this? Like, is it on Yahoo? Is it on MSN? Because count me in. I imagine Xander just spends his time in the deep web looking for obscure things to make obscure. witty references yeah. like, to. Like, he just, if, before Wikipedia, he just, like, if Xander, yeah. if Xander was a 16-year-old today. Yeah. Um, if, oh, if, my God. If he was a 16-year-old today, all he would do would be spending his days on TV tropes, being like, gotta make references, gotta understand yep. things. Gotta he's be very, the funny he's one. very dedicated to his craft. That's like the only thing he identifies himself with. He's like, you wanna, you wanna come with us later? I'm gonna be witty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am glad. One thing that made me like Xander a little bit more, and I mean a little bit, just a tiny bit more, is he was like, "You want to come? I'm gonna make fun of people who won't talk to me." You yeah, because at least he's aware that he's it's like you're doing this because you're insecure. <laughs> but whatever, teach them. everybody has their own coping mechanisms. Yes, mine so- just happens to be not being really possessive of my friends and being super annoying and, you know, being named Xander. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, we... Teach we their own. Ways. No judgment here. Um, okay, so... Um, so, did... I want... Okay, I'm going to posit a question 
to you okay. and the audience. Um, what did, did the, um, book being scanned in and then the soul being uploaded to the internet, did that remind you of anything? Did that remind you of a certain book in a certain fantasy series where Ginny Weasley gets possessed by Tom Riddle oh my through God. the diary? Oh my God. Did that remind anyone else of this? Because Chamber of Secrets came out the year after this episode was released. I'd like to talk to J.K. Rowling about copyright infringement. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, we this want is a answers. Just kidding. Joe, we don't have anything against no. you. Well, we have some. Listen, if you want to talk, give us a call. We should, we, should, we should have a bottle episode where we literally just talk about Harry Potter because I don't know if you guys um, know, Caroline and I have some opinions. We have we many opinions. I, I have a Harry Potter tattoo on my ankle and Beth has one on her ribs. ribs. So, yes. big fans, big fans. We're huge fans. J.K. Rowling, if you are listening to this, A, why? Get a hobby. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are B, you writing a Marauders prequel? Amen. Thank you. Um, but why are also, you leaving it up to me? Hit me up. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and I'd really, I'd really like to talk to you about your creative process. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else in your notes? Um, this is to Beth, not to J.K. Yes, Rowling. Anything else? Anything else in your notes, um, Beth? I have a few. Um, uh, does Willow always just talk out loud when she types? Uh, I mean, I know I do. anyone else in the lab <laughs> who was like, what is she, is she talking to? Like, well, all the, I mean, the boys were too, no. If I could, if I could. I'm jacked in. I'm jacked in. <laughs> Dude, Malcolm's. <laughs> Josie just, has I'm a sonic boom of a laugh. Of this podcast. So we're jacked in. <laughs> jacked Dude, in every net. time. Every time Josie laughs, my waveforms on GarageBand just like. Sp- anyway, I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Um, Can you imagine if Moloch's trying to be like kill Buffy, do as I say, and all he's getting in return is just I'm jacked in. I'm jacked in. <laughs> like that doesn't. That if doesn't I were a me. demon, if I were a mind controlling demon, I would be infuriated. I would be like, I would be like, please, please, just try to work with threats. Just like, could you just not be a nerd for like. Ten minutes, maybe. There's clearly, like, some sexual tension going on. <laughs> Go down to get a Playboy from Guys, the local no, drug... Where do they I sell was, Playboys? I was... I was getting some... I was getting some tension no between Dave and Fritz. You were was, getting confused between no, them? I was, no, I was getting some, some sexual tension between Dave Ooh. and Fritz. And then... And Homoerotic then, undertones. If you, if you take that into account, and then you, you see that Dave hung him it's just like no man, fritz hung dave that's what i'm yeah just, which was it also makes, it makes the whole super thing super sad more, lot, oh yeah i s- wanted to talk about the fact that high school students are dro- over the course of this first first season right high school students are just dropping dead left and right they are dying like flies we have yet to see there's no like a, a, at my school um, unfortunately, there was a girl that killed herself, and she was, like, a popular student, and a lot of people knew who she was. She she got, like, a foundation started. It's called Hope for Hannah, and it's, like, like this all, all this stuff happened because this girl killed herself. And then Dave, Dave doesn't get, where's Dave's foundation? Where's Dave's foundation? Where are Dave's parents? Where? Yeah. Like, okay. Where are the, the police? If any two. of you have seen Twin Peaks... Um, uh-huh. one of the, 
things I really appreciated about Twin Peaks is that in the show, Laura Palmer dies. Yes. And the FBI shows up to the school, like, the next day. Yeah. To investigate. I feel, I mean, I would hope that would be and what happens I have if a never student seen dies. That. I have never seen that in any show. It's always like a student dies and they all go to school the next day. Yep. No, no problems here. Okay, so, okay. That Monday morning. <laughs> if, if we can, like, make a... Okay, let's try our best to make a rundown of all of the things that have happened at Sunnydale High School since... Okay. The principal was eaten. That's a huge the one for me. The principal was eaten. A student, quote, committed suicide... Some um, students ate a pig. Yeah, students a ate the pig. mascot. Um, yeah. A bus crash. A bus crash. That, um, a teacher went high, missing. But um, um, A teacher went missing, and yeah, later she, we know, the audience, people who watch the show know that she was a mantis, but yeah, teacher in... Got, two in teachers, the, I guess, because the, yeah, the biology teacher she kills, and then she dies... So that's two biology teachers, like, within the course of a week. Yeah, just out. Um, like, uh, let's think. Did anyone, did any, oh, um, didn't vampires bite people at the bronze? I don't know about at the bronze, but I mean. so often in this show, I really don't remember. The very first episode, like, the opening of the show is the blonde vampire. Darla, Darla killing that guy. Yeah, in the school. Oh, Jesse dies? Wait, who's Jesse? Exactly. Holy crap. He's such an (laughs) inconsequential character. He was like Xander's, quote, best friend. Oh, yeah! He dies. Oh, yeah, I forgot because remember. Shut down. Or just, you know, get some Rena cops or something. Yeah, like, get a metal detector. Like, at the For entrance real. of all the schools. We had to do that, and nobody even died at my school. Well, because you had metal detectors. Wait, did you really have metal detectors at we your did. school? We did. We had to go through them when we went into the school and when we went into the cafeteria. That's crazy. Um, well, the first week my school was open, somebody was stabbed. Well, you know, naturally. But, you- I mean, that was like five <laughs> years before I even went there. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't even know. The first week, you gotta imagine, like, the people, the administrative people (laughs) that decided to open the school were like, we have a brand new high school for all our precious kids to go and learn. And then three days later, they're like, excuse me, Councilwoman Lindley, um, somebody's been stabbed at the school that you opened. (laughs) She's just like, I put so much <laughs> that, work. Oh, dude, we're totally over time right now. It we're doesn't even minutes. matter. That girl um, who stabbed, she's she's in, she's going to be in prison for life. Oh, my God. She's in prison for life. Dude. And every R. I. year, they show Alabama a video girl. Um, of her talking about how um, She like, wishes she hadn't stabbed anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Every year they show And that. she was in high school, so that was somebody between the ages of 14 and 18 at the most. Yeah, and now she's going to be in um in jail. I mean, I don't think I really don't think that she's going to be in jail for life, but I think she probably will Why did I don't even know her. Like why am I talking <laughs> about this? Um but yeah, so our, my high school's name was Northridge and then it became known as Knife Ridge. 
that's genius. I know. I, I, I kind of wish I came up with, with that. The person who came up with that. Yeah, um, for real. So, just one more note. I'm annoyed they didn't let Willow kill Malcolm. Yeah, that would have been really satisfying. I think that would have been nice. But that would have been a nice but, touch. But Buffy did it. It's, it's whatever. But I like I liked how they killed him. Like uh, the fact that they like set a precedent. Him? Yeah, oh, well, they yeah, set a precedent the, with like curse. Buffy almost. Yeah, and Buffy like <laughs> almost getting electrocuted and stuff, and then he ends up getting electrocuted. So that was that was cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we seriously got to wrap up. So yeah. come back next week for more local Alabama news yeah. and uh, From, themes like, of electrocution. Yeah. Um, but first, we got to rate the episode. I give this episode. Oh yeah. Um, in seven out of ten. Really, dude? Mine's yeah. like an eight or a nine. Really, I loved this episode. Yeah, I was. Laughing. I thought it was. I thought it was. Silly. They got me good. I liked. It had, I liked it a lot. I thought it was. I thought it it was, had everything I liked. It had Xander not being an asshole to Buffy. <laughs> it had um, ambiguous nipple rings. <laughs> It had robots. I love robots. Where did they so, get the materials to build a really nice robot suit? Uh, you know, around. Okay, cool. All right. Bye, guys. Yep. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>